0: Hi, this is Dave from Heroes Needed, just one of the many fine shows you can find on the Nod Network. Visit us on nerdod.com or subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts or Spotify or wherever else you get your favorite podcasts.
1: Dave, quick question. As a fake American, uh, can you West or Donald Trump?
0: Do you know what? It's a weird one, that one, because that's, that's like saying, do you want a, uh, to eat a bowl full of shit or drink a large glass of warm piss?
2: Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the NerdOD Podcast with your host, Reg.
3: Always alphabetical, isn't it? And Dan. And Dave.
1: Wait, does S come at the end? Yeah,
3: yeah it does. Yeah, and Reg comes, comes, comes at D. the end. Reg went
0: first.
2: I always come at the end. That's why oh,
0: I Oh no, that is, that is gross. That's mm. a you gross started. way to start. Should I it I like at the end
1: one. but accidentally?
0: I didn't I really know, what,
1: understand what was going
3: on. But, but why? Why did we just have trouble doing an intro then when we're all together sat in the pub? Because clearly, know you know, now what, we're allowed out and pubs are open. Then we're going to do every podcast now for the next couple of months till it gets boring in our you, local. And,
1: incidentally, anyone that's been to the pub needs to stay away from me because you're riddled, I think the <laughs> best advice is COVID been?
2: or just or the. <laughs> so you're just, you're yeah, really oh, you to in in
1: today. I'll let you decide.
0: I think the best thing was looking at the, those images from Soho and being like, "You yeah. guys, you guys, yeah. what are you doing?"
1: That's what, a happening? report from that from that police guy that was like, "Drunk people can't can um um
0: socially distance.
1: social distance, yeah, because yeah. everyone wants to either hug you or fight you. That's true, or sometimes both. Uh-huh.
0: Sometimes both."
3: Can't do a good old
0: fight. That's that's
2: the beautiful thing is we didn't even need to try and think of an intro because now we guarantee we can never, ever, under any circumstances, (laughs) ever do a uh, alphabetical when there's more than two of us. (laughs) So the intro is always just fuck. (laughs) We've messed this up. I didn't even have to be like. Say words.
1: Yeah.
2: This is the the nerd od the official sponsor of Yeezy for (laughs)
3: president. Oh god.
0: Oh god. Right.
3: Yeah. should, should, is he just representing himself as his own party or something? Because I thought all that was taken care of. And, you know, aren't they just a two party system over there?
0: Well, you can run as an independent. You, anybody can run for president, technically. Well, okay. within, within reason, there are limits. But you you don't have to run for a party. It's just generally, if you're not one of those parties, you don't win. So, or you doesn't don't come any, anywhere doesn't close.
1: Politics, doesn't his politics sit with Republicans, though?
0: No, his politics have sat firmly with Trump and Kanye West. They've sat with insane rich people. That's kind of where they sit. So I don't know so what's going he, on.
2: Unfortunately, he might stand a really good chance. And I can't yeah. live in the world where Kanye West is the fucking president of the United States.
0: Well, it all comes back, back to... Which no, no, it, it, it comes well, back to Idiocracy. Idiocracy was not a fiction film. It was an actual documentary from the future. Like, the world has gotten dumb... We have got celebrities for politicians, and the world is going to hell. And it's interesting to see it in real time. Terrifying. But I think ultimately quite interesting. Um, but we're, this is politics. We don't do politics on nerdy podcast. What's happening here? We yeah, don't really, it's just weird, but, don't, well, this, this is,
1: is very West. light uh, uh, oh, The fact that, that it's Kanye, though, I think.
3: <laughs> um, and,
1: Kanye and is relevant
2: to is, our
3: world, right? Well, I suppose, actually, in a good way,
2: is he's announced it now after releasing that Fucking awful, awful single. And if you heard the new song from Kanye,
3: no.
2: it's So he's like, you know what? I, I like. I know people like me, and they'll do uh, buy whatever I, I put out. So you know, I'm, I'm going to try now. I'm just going to put out some shouty shit and just see if people are into it.
0: Hang on, are um, people still buying his music after Scoopity Poop? <laughs> even more so. Scoopity Poop. More, Absolutely. Poop. Absolutely. Poop. more than I, that. I, The last uh, Kanye West I ever listened to and really enjoyed was Eight Oh Eights and Heartbreaks. That was on a great album. But that no, was no. about that was about fifteen years ago. So and the worst thing
2: is that was still awful compared no. to like the college dropout yeah. and like the
0: the college saga. No, 808s and Brace is a great track.
2: It uh, it's just auto tuned to fuck the entire album and it's just horrendous. There's not one good song on it. I absolutely fucking hate Kanye West and everything that he stands for. We were talking about this. The, sorry, far. just randomly <laughs> going through it. Um, about remember that time when we were like went to see him in Manchester. And I yeah. was like, we can just fuck the actual um, gig off and just go to see Liam Frost play? Yeah, like, Liam Frost was on drink.
3: week three of his four-week residency and night and day, and we'd been to every other one. Um, but we were like, oh, we've got Kanye West tickets for that night. But, um, I should know, been a
2: good thing, but it, it was an a,
3: absolute knob on the stage. It was. He was
2: like shouting at the
3: sound guy to be like, if you don't fucking like,
2: hire up these vocals, I'm going to walk off. So the high the vocals, and then he was like, "If you don't get this it was fucking the video at the back, yeah, so then I'm gonna lose my shit. You're gonna lose your job, and I'm it going red. off the stage." And
3: he spent like, he spent a lot of money on that video, and he'd done a lot of effort. It, it was him uh, dressed uh, in a space suit getting onto um, onto a rocket about to shoot off to the to the moon or something. Um, and it had to be like it was when Touch the Sky was playing, and he absolutely had to have that video playing while he was singing or rapping. Yeah. It was just yeah. it was yeah. such
2: a horrendous experience. But
3: do you remember his amazing jumper at the V-Fest? The McDonald's fries, what? McDonald's fries jumper. It was awesome. I wish I had a picture of it. It was that, brilliant. I, I do. I've got loads of pictures of that. Oh. <laughs> like, nothing else of the, any
2: of the other artists that were playing that time. <laughs> just, just loads, loads of, of, of that picture jumper. of his
1: jumper. It was awesome. Dave, quick question. Mm-hmm. As a fake American, can uh, you West or Donald Trump?
0: Do you know what? It's a weird one, that one. Because that's that's like saying, do you want a, a, to eat a bowl full of shit or drink a large glass of warm piss? Because you don't want to do either, but each of them does have kind of this, the, the pros and cons.
1: So, the difference is though that's an, that's an unrealistic question that would never happen. This is a question that I'm asking you now that a lot of Americans might actually have a choice of answering.
0: <laughs> you know what? I think the weird thing is, I think I'd actually, uh, I think I'd actually vote Kanye West because this is at the least second pod running now, Dave where I've had to be like, shall we do a vote <laughs> Dave? <laughs> no, no but hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. I, there's no, a reason I behind this. There's a, there's a reason behind this, and I have thought this through. I can't vote in the U.S., so don't worry about it. However, if the choice was Kanye West or Donald Trump, you got to think to yourself, I, at, at least I don't think Kanye West uh, hates everyone Like I genuinely believe that Trump doesn't doesn't like anybody. Like he he doesn't like people close to him, he doesn't like rich people, he doesn't like poor people, he doesn't like anybody. He likes his family, he likes himself, he likes his daughter a lot. But he that's it. Like he doesn't care about else. Whereas I believe that Kanye West, although he's he's nuts, I think there's a small chance that he could be playing a very long con like Joaquin Phoenix did for a few years where he seemed to go completely nuts and then it came out that he was making a film and it was all like a weird setup. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I, so either yeah. yeah,
0: exactly. Either Kanye West is doing that, like the proper long con, to then be like, hey, guess what? Easy's just making it all up. Or he's batshit mental. He's batshit mental. But he I at mean, least yeah. he follows Does him it, on Twitter. It's
2: probably one of the most entertaining things in the world. Yeah, like, but marketing, man. It's all marketing. I feel I feel so like, like he's past
3: that point now though.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, if he was going to if he was going to come out as all being a joke, it would have been just after the Donald Trump endorsement bit. Mm-hmm. But
1: I think he's less. I think he's less dangerous than Trump, definitely. Oh, I don't I, know.
0: I think he's less likely to actually launch an actual war. I think that Donald Trump's more likely to do that. Unless,
2: There's... unless you say to Yeezy, the the line is shit," then not only will you launch a full-scale nuke attack on your house. The worst thing is, he'll probably send the Kardashians around to try and entertain you while that happens. I've just
0: thought, I've just thought, and I couldn't think of anything worse. I've just imagined this totalitarian United States, where it's a lot like North Korea, but the standard uniform that everyone has to wear is a shiny jumpsuit and a pair of Yeezys. <laughs> like everyone. Well,
1: what happens if you get a spi- what happens if you get a Spice president? I mean, that kind of works. Trump West rather than Trump Pence. God. Do you, know, do you know what? There's just a part of me,
0: there's like a real, like, nihilistic part of me that would love to see a Donald Trump, Kanye West ticket of the election because that would just show that, that American politics has just jumped the shark. Like, Donald Trump was bad enough, but Donald Trump and Kanye West running as a pair, could you imagine them at campaign rallies? You'd have know, this whole crowd of Trump supporters who, like, Kanye West gets on stage and, like, there's a black guy here. What are we doing? What's happening? And then he talks about supporting Donald Trump, and they'll be so confused, they'll be so conflicted, they'll burst into flames, they'll spontaneously combust in the auditorium. They'll be like, as a, a black guy who's very proudly black, supporting Donald Trump, who's obviously a white supremacist racist.
1: What do we do? I like do? you, Trump. I like you, Trump, and I'm going to let you finish.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's it. Oh my God, that's it. He, again, uh-huh. it's part of it's part of the long con. He's going to go to a Trump rally as his vice presidential candidate, and he's going to say. Uh, uh, I can't let you finish But Joe Biden has the best campaign of all time <laughs> yeah. And then sway all of his fans Bam, landslide Biden Long con That could happen <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> So so Reg, you wanted to talk about divinity <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's the most we've ever talked about politics. I think <laughs> on so this whole podcast. Yeah, in the last
0: yeah, of 10 years? And yeah, so yeah. As well. <laughs> I'm sorry about it. I'm sorry about it. It's okay.
1: But we, All but right. we, we need to start doing that more because we're an entertainment podcast, and politics is becoming more entertainment, entertainment
2: than politics. It, is. it wouldn't surprise me if the run for this year's one is going to be like a reality show, where like Kanye West will have the Kardashians as his like backing, so they'll have the like, the talking face bit, and like Donald Trump will just want him.
0: Like, yeah, or they get
1: all the they get all the mayors of each state and just put a big like illuminated X in front of them and they press a button and uh, yeah. <sighs> you know Yeah. You know
0: you know, last thing on politics, and then I'll leave it alone. I mean I go on to something more entertaining. Last thing on politics. What drives me nuts with the US elections is that they go through all the primaries, they pick a person, whatever you know, wherever you like, I don't give a shit, whatever. But then they go, Okay, you need know, a vice president. And they just, rather than go like, oh, you know that person that was running against you who's got, like, mass appeal? Why don't you just, like, have a joint ticket and get all the supporters together? They go, no, 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 no. I'm going to have that random fucko over there from middle of nowhere, Shitsville. And it's like, why? Why why not just have, like, a Hillary Clinton got the nomination? Everyone's like, ooh, I wonder if we will get someone like Bernie Sanders, bury the Hatchet, like, run together. Maybe that'll work. And she's like, no, I'll have Tim Kaine, this guy you've never heard of from Virginia who looks fucking creepy. Oh, he can run with me. It's like, Hillary, people don't like you. You can't just pick someone completely random. Then they just, oh, sorry. I'm still, I'm still seeing it. it's Four years later, I'm so upset about it. Right. I'll get over so, it. But Kanye West has a great shot, because imagine he's got the, the Kardashians on his side. Social media, he smashed it. Any any sort 18 to 25-year-old on Instagram, they're going to be bombarded with Kim Kardashian shit about voting for Kanye West, and you know they're going to do it. So it's yeah. a genius, really, if he does go for it, because it would be insane. I mean, he's a, like a billionaire, right? Like, this is why I don't get up with Donald Trump. Like, you're already so rich. What the hell's the point? Well, you can't do what you want to do. I mean, he's in his best. But Kanye West, he wouldn't be president. Could you imagine him in a briefing in the Security Council, like sitting there through, you know, Germany talking about why they've got to strengthen NATO? You think Kanye West is going to pay attention to that shit? It's crazy. But also, kind of. I funny. feel like
3: he'll want to prove everyone wrong. I'm not saying that's a good thing, but I think he'll. he'll everyone's expecting that.
0: You heard it here 1st Dan Sandman. That's 2020.
3: Again, not endorsing him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: yeah, that's a good point. Actually, I mean, who it is, sounds like an endorsement. Tom Hanks, is, Come on, who is the Nod Networks choice? We have to have a, an election special, surely, because every every news outlet has got their you know their their pick and their pundits. So we're gonna have an election special this year. Okay. Unprecedented.
3: Yeah, let, let me know when you're doing that,
0: I'll uh, <laughs> be busy. i will figure something out. I got an idea. I got some time. Okay, sounds good.
2: Right. Well, speaking of things in the future, right? Um, you know, <laughs> you know how we've all been looking forward to playing the latest Assassin's Creed game, Valhalla. Uh,
0: I oh yeah yeah absolutely it, yeah, yeah everyone apart from me yeah fair enough
2: <laughs> well. All the, strangely, someone has leaked like the first half hour, like half hour of gameplay, um, from it from the studio, which shouldn't have happened. Okay. Yet it has. Um, Ubisoft are now trying their best they can do to remove this footage from everywhere. Like it's not on YouTube anymore. You can't find it on YouTube. Um, but there's like the the sources, the the most hit source so far to find it again is Pornhub. <laughs>
3: Oh, yeah, gosh. well,
2: that As, happens a lot with a lot of stuff, yeah, doesn't it? Because loads, loads nothing of game, can be taken down there. The game trailers and stuff always get yeah. shown on Pornhub now. That that's, that equivalates apparently to something like a third, if not um, a half of their actual views now, is people like when a new game comes out towards E3 is a uh, viewing it on Pornhub.
0: <laughs> Pornhub, not okay. the hero we deserve, but the hero we need right now.
2: Yeah, <laughs> um, and the thing is they've um, had a watch of it not from that link because it's been on the work laptop so <laughs> definitely couldn't watch it on that one um but i watched it before and it it genuinely is unfortunately just odyssey in uh, in a viking setting mm. now for some people that might be great but the amazing thing when when they announce like origins after having a break from it, it completely like rejuvenated the formula and made it like so completely different. And on the last it was lovely to go back into it. And then with Odyssey, they're like, oh, you liked Origins. What we're going to do is expand on everything. Change a lot of nooks and crannies, but just make everything bigger and better and shinier and basically make it the best of the series. And everyone like, was like, yes, love this. Like, fucking munch it all up. And now with Alhalla, literally when it shows you the map, the way the combat, where everything is just, just Odyssey, just in a Viking special. Mm. It's really unfortunate. Like I, it, I think it's time they're like, you know what? Let's take another couple of years out, and then they can come back with another Assassin's Creed.
3: Yeah, 29. but but you know? at least I mean, if they if they rejigged it for Odyssey, then. I, I feel like they at least won a, a short run of games with that gameplay. But the thing is... But surely it, they, we expected they, least one more. They got it from
2: like Ghost Recon um, Breakpoint, or whatever the fucking latest one was called, which is just awful, and that was just the equivalent map version for Ghost Recon as what this is. The same with Far Cry 5. They're, they're all the same. Ubisoft, yeah. I was genuinely <laughs> hoping now that they got so much slack, slack flat for it. And they're like, don't worry, we've listened. We're going to change stuff.
0: And they haven't. Well, the problem is that these, these game developers, they're, these studios are all the same. They find something that works, and they'll absolutely hammer it until it's completely dead. You, know, you look at Call of Duty, you look at Ghost Recon, you look at Assassin's Creed, you look at Far Cry, they keep releasing the games, and the changes are, 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 are smaller and smaller between the releases because they just wanna try and e count the best they possibly can, you know, the most they can from that piece of tech without properly investing in it. Because you figure, you know, development, game development now, it can cost, you know, what blockbuster movies cost to actually make a game of good quality because you've got good voice talent, you've got, you know, uh, new developed game engines, you got all that kind of stuff. Where it can cost a goddamn fortune. So they're just trying to like just scrape back as much as possible with with the least I guess, the least input, which really just is really frustrating. Um, speaking of, of Ubisoft, actually, I was talking to someone before. they have been playing um, uh, Watch Dogs 2. And I... That was fun. I haven't played the Watch Dogs games. I'll, I'll admit that up front. But he told me a couple of things that were happening, and I was like, say what now? He, he, he put this out there, and I don't think this is a spoiler of any kind. It's just simply something that happens. But he says that there's a mission in Watch Dogs 2 that has you infiltrating Ubisoft to steal a trailer so you can yep. leak it to gain followers.
1: <laughs>
0: and yeah, I just... Side I, quest. <laughs> I, I, I responded to his message, and uh, verbatim what I said was, that's not real. You're making that up. Because I just couldn't believe that, that as a game developer would put a level into a game where you infiltrate the game, that, that just was like, what is what is this? What Very is this? And so yeah, not not as a yeah, indictment of Ubisoft in general, but I was like, what is that? So doesn't surprise me that they're just you know rinse and repeat whatever they've got. Mm. Yeah, it's
2: just a shame because you would have thought now that they would have actually learned and just put something slightly a little bit different inside it, but like nothing, you know, game breaking, but something to make you go, wow, I'm not playing a reskinned Odyssey because at the minute that's what I, I love having a break from. Like the AAA titles um, are, are all smashing out because I know for a fact that if I played one, 90% of the time you played them all with just a slight change of variation of like the landscapes and stuff. Everything seems to be going the same, and it's it's getting unfortunate. That's why I love having to Switch and just being able to be like, you know what? I know it can't be as powerful to play the likes of like, like The Last of Us 2, you know, and and all the brand new spanking titles like the Assassin's Creed and stuff that they they can't handle it. So like, I tell you what though, here's some loads of unique titles that you can play on here. And it, it, it's brilliant. It is nice doing it. Like admittedly, I do miss sometimes having the ability to be like, you know what? I'm going to smash through the last Us two. I've got enough time. But at the same time now, you know, any sort of, I want to fix a plane. I love having the, uh, have, having the switch and having the, the quest at the moment and just having those two things to bounce off. I'm having so much fun. And, um, I mean, the, the, there's a few titles coming out that I was genuinely like quite quite stoked for. Um, so we were we were talking before about um, the Grand Theft Auto pre pod um, and saying about like how stupidly huge their open world games are and there's so much to get once you've done the main story and mm. um, going through. So the guys that did the LA Noir VR case files um, mm. for them when he turned into the VR thing, they're now apparently working on a brand new open world VR game for Rockstar. Now. They haven't stated if it's like, if it's a brand new IP or if it is the likes of you know GTA Five it's coming out on the PS5 in VR or whatnot. But like that would be awesome. I know you can play on the PC in in VR and um, using like a side hack, and apparently it's just insane. Um, but the fact that they've got someone of that that caliber to do a proper huge AAA title open world again is is great.
3: Right. The only problem is you—you you lent me your VR headset and a bunch of your games and VR case files. Uh, La Noire was one of them, and that was actually the first game that I put on because I, I loved La Noire and I thought, oh wow, the VR one's going to be great. And it, it, I really didn't like it. I didn't think it was very well um, sort of put together at all. So it doesn't it doesn't oh, fill really? me with that much confidence. Yeah, I really, really didn't
0: enjoy it. But you know, I don't, I don't know. That's a game. You know, thinking about *Ellie Noir*, it's one of those one of those first games that I really remember being super psyched about it, and like being so excited to play it, and then playing it and completing it. Because I am notorious for not actually completing games. I'll get to like ninety percent, and then somehow just never finish the damn things.
1: Yeah. But
0: *Ellie Noir* is one of the ones where I did played all the way through, completed the story, did all that stuff, and I got to the end, and I felt like. There had been such a build-up and such a such a great kind of um, scene set in the way it was going, and I felt so let down at the end. And mm. it's years ago now. I don't even know how the game ends. I've forgotten how the game ends. But I remember at the time that feeling of, oh, I mean, it was such a promise in the game, and I felt like it ended too quick and too just hard. Um, and it's a real shame. see you talk about like games like that being remade or, or, or long um uh, sequels long the way on the line. And I'm like, I'd give that another shot because that game was like so close to being amazing in my mind. Yeah, and the it only was, thing that
3: ruined it. I, I well, it didn't ruin it because I just ignored him. But I'm I'm like that. I'm i I like to get to the end of a game, but hmm. I also like to get as much of of the little side quests as I can. Um, little collectibles I can live without. But in terms of like a, a mission that they've actually put some effort into, you know, designing and and having cutscenes and all sorts. I wanna do all that. I was like that with Mass Effect. Like I had to get everything I could. Um but you'd be driving like it was the idea was you had the for people who haven't played you had the entirety of Los Angeles in like the what, the nineteen forties, nineteen thirties. Um forties, yeah. So you you could literally drive from one side to the other. Um and different crimes would be happening at different places and you were following all these cases but you could be driving to your next destination where where you had to look at a crime scene and then suddenly over the police scanner it would say there's a, there's a crime happening on block 34 and it would be the total opposite end of the city so you'd have to you know it didn't give you close by like when I was playing Spider-Man it would give you sort of a oh there's a there's a crime happening within about 5 6 blocks of you so within about 30 seconds you could get there but it would literally take it could take about ten minutes to drive to the next, uh, to, to that crime that's happening because it was proper real time drive. You know, you could go a bit faster than normal, but you couldn't. You couldn't uh, jump to that place, and that really frustrated me that I couldn't. I just couldn't get find the time to or the or the the want to actually complete every last little side quest. I
2: I know we spoke about L.A. Noir loads on the geek podcast thing, but Mm. my my favourite thing about L.A. Noir was some journalist who was reviewing it um, heard that basically it was was completely realistic. Like you went to the building, that building was there in the 40s in that exact street. Everything was the way it should be. Mm. And he was like, it's interesting because my granddad was born and raised there. So he brought his granddad along and was like, right, okay, show me where your house was. So his granddad was like, right, okay, hang on, go down the street, do all the directions. He's like, that, that's my house. And he's like, and um, that is actually your house? He's like, that is my house. And if you go around this corner, and then his granddad started getting really emotional because he's like, and this is the pizza place where I first met your mum, And it was there in the game. Literally everything was the way it should be. And instead of playing the game, he just took his granddad around literally the whole city going like, oh, yeah, and this is where I used to work, and this is where the horse ran away from me when I was doing the bread rounds and like all that sort of stuff. And I just think that you, you've got the ability to, to do that for people now is just amazing. Like, I love that so much.
0: Speaking of, of those great games, um, I was reading about Mafia, the Mafia games,
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, and the idea that they are releasing a new one, or a remake, rather.
3: Yeah, like, yeah, a
0: remaster. Yeah, and that, that was a game that I remember being, at the time, so was it PS2, was it? PS2 and Xbox, yeah, mm-hmm. a
3: original Xbox at least.
0: Yeah, and I remember that one being just a great experience of being able to drive those sort of classic, uh, was it like nineteen thirties cars and stuff, and nineteen twenties, and like um, just the the street scenes and stuff, and having that kind of feel of of freedom like you had in GTA, being able to, to wander around town, but being stuck in that era. And I remember that being a lot of fun.
2: Mm. Yeah, it's one of the like really underlooked series that Matthew ones. Like mm. I, I couldn't get into one, two I really enjoyed, three was good, but the open world was was massive in it and every side quest was the same. So I was like, mm. but it was a, a deep story wise. I really enjoyed it, and um, but apparently the, the remasters of them I haven't gone down very well in um, the British thing, which which is a shame. Apparently it's just been really shonky done. Uh, That's a shame. Which isn't good. Like the, um, did you, did you hear about the, uh, the crisis remaster? Which no. is, which is also the, the remastering, um, crisis. Mm. Okay. Now, if you remember, crisis was the game that you needed to have the most expensive PC in the world at that, at that specific time of release in order to run it on like the lowest setting. It was like the pinnacle of graphics, like the pinnacle of everything for PC gaming. And, um, so then, subsequently, every single title obviously needed everything better, and it was supposed to be just glorious. And they said, "Hey, we're going to redo it again on, on PC, and we're going to put it on the, the next gen consoles." And uh, Microsoft, I think, was <laughs> leaked the um, the footage earlier that what uh, Cry- like Crytek wanted them to, to do because they were going to announce it at their little expo. Um, but Microsoft, was like, hey, look what's out, <laughs> and uh, it's it looks awful. It's basically everyone got in the comments and um, just through it was like is this the original trailer because now it doesn't look good like it genuinely looks like if you go back and watch it side by side it, simply, it looks literally identical to the original crisis which really? was shocking <laughs> um, so much so that they've actually apologised and they've gone back to the drawing board again they're going like right okay, okay let's, let's redo this like we need to redo it which is amazing they've actually listened to the fans and they're like you know what you want you want from us what you expect from us and that is to be the best of the best so we're going to go back and redo it i was like you don't get that anymore people are like yeah fuck it if you want it we'll patch it in seven years later yeah exactly so it's 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 immense that someone's yeah. actually going out and doing that
3: ship it right. and patch it later
1: yeah you, I hate you this mentioned thing. um you mentioned the quest before yes um so there's a uh, one of the one of my Mad bugbears with the quest is the fact that multiplayer games seems to be lacking. There doesn't seem to be many multiplayer games out there. Mm. Uh, they've released one recently that's to do with like um, uh, Zero G. I can't remember what it's called though. It's in the... Echo end. Arena. Yeah. Have you tried it? It's called yeah. Echo Arena. Yes.
3: Okay. So <laughs> it's, it's named after... The uh, the that music live venue in Liverpool. Hang on, is... I think it is. Anyway, that
2: might be. Yeah, it is.
3: A, it is, which is which is now the MS Arena, but you know, m Bank Arena, just as catchy. Um, I, so I, I think
2: have. Me, you
1: and Dave should try it out tonight. I say
2: I've got I've got the beta for it, and I, it's, it's really confusing.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> really is it?
2: confusing. Yeah, have you have you not sampled it yet? No. Jesus Christ! It's playing ultimate frisbee in zero g gravity.
1: Yeah, um, let's you, do that
2: you've literally got to like bounce yourself off like, the arenas and pull yourself forward. You've got form like locomotion. You've got to go for it. It's absolutely knackered and confusing as fuck. And people shouted at me because like the disc was flying past me. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and it's just, it was, I was one of those on like turn off party chat. Thank you. <laughs> like right. It's just, it was, it was grim. It- but it is, it is quite insane. I've been spending a lot of my time on the quest playing Tetris. Um, effect which you're a gamer gave that game of the year to um last year and just said like it tet- is
1: how did you text in VR
2: so it's all about the effects and everything going on around the actual game around the actual grid so the grid is static 2d things drop but the effects and everything yeah, that go have going around it and, like and like the music that's going around is all 3d um, and it's It it is brilliant and it's such an immersive and just whenever you have it just like a really stressful Time or just a time where you like I just just don't want to do anything It's like I found myself just sticking on Tetris Effect and just getting absolutely mesmerized by it because it's done by the people that as well as do do Tetris but do uh, Lumens I think I always get this Mm -hmm. So it's all, it affects the music. Every line you create, the music gets a little bit more and a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, they were, they were
3: hum, harmonics, and, weren't they?
2: Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Um, and it, it's, it just gets to the point where everything just, you start doing well and everything just starts going into a crescendo and there's like like fireworks or like cowboys on horses right. past through or like lanterns going through you. And it's just, it's, it's absolutely beautiful. Until you get to about level thirty six, um, and then all fucking hell just breaks loose, and it's like you're on an actual like Tetris championship in the finals because the lines are going that quick. Like how much is it? I think it's just couldn't cope. It's twenty two ninety nine, and it's it's lovely. It is really good. I don't understand how about Game of the Year because it's Tetris. It's just literally Tetris. <laughs> um, I love how many times
1: you've reinvented that game.
2: Honestly, it's, it's ludicrous, isn't it? When I was chatting up to one of the about it um, when we talked about how it, like the grid is 2D. Do you remember Wet Tricks on the 64?
3: <laughs> yes, absolutely. No.
2: actually had it 3D.
0: <laughs> wow! No, the best the best Tetris variant game I've ever played is Dr. Mario. Still is. Dr. Uh, Mario was great.
2: The Japanese have an amazing Battle Tetris game on the uh, SNES, I think it was. Battle uh, Tetris? Yeah, me and Dave play it so much. Um, it basically you get a little anime character um, of like whatever it is, and you get special moves. Depending like, so if you get like three lines, then you can like put your shapes, your odd shapes onto the other person's um, grid. And um, if you do more than five lines at a time, you get like a special power up, which might be their screen blacks out, but the game carries on. And huh. um, it could be it just completely messes up their entire grid or it could be like you choose what block you want to take from their, their grid. Um, so you can just mess around with it all, and it's it just turns competitive Tetris into something phenomenal. And I don't understand why they stopped doing these games, because it was immensely good fun. That's and, but it was only in Japanese, and that's hmm. the, the sad thing. So we were like, I don't understand what these powers are. Let's go this person.
3: And I'm like, this is fucking mental. Mm. And it's brilliant. but they never Tetris 99 supposed to be... Yeah, good. The, the, the battle royale. Kind of yes. Yeah. like
2: surprisingly good. Yeah, again, it, I'm intrigued. That's on the Switch, and I'm like, ooh, I can play that. But then, like, I've just spent money on it on the quest. <laughs> Don't really want to play the same game again.
0: I was just thinking, I was, just, I was looking up on the on the topic of um, games being on the on the Switch instead of on other consoles. I was just reading about Crisis while we were chatting there, and it has got a link here about the size of the file, and it said it was around six gigs on the Switch. But then it said, for comparison, the, the Witcher 3 on um, an Xbox One is about 80 gigabytes of content on the Well, Switch, I
3: downloaded The Last of Us 2 today, and it was 96 gig.
0: Jesus. But the, on the Switch, the Witcher 3 is only 32 gigabytes. Yeah. So it makes you wonder quite how much they've changed to mm-hmm. reduce the file size by that much.
2: And the thing is, on the Switch, it plays beautifully. Really? That's the, that's the, the way it does. It, like, it doesn't look as pretty and it mm. doesn't and the draw distance isn't as fast like if you're looking over an open field like on the PS4 and the Xbox One X and all that sort of stuff and especially PC you'll be able to see every single tree for like as far as your eye can see but on the Switch they are just like you know what you don't really need to see all that because you've not got anything to do over there look at everything around you up to a bit where we think I love you can that. I go love that as an
0: argument I love the and, idea and of go, oh you don't need to see that, that. You don't need to see that's fine. Don't worry about it. Well, I, yeah, love, I love yeah. that being. No, no, I, I'm all. I'm, I'm with you. But I love that being the defense for a lower capability console. The idea of you can't really see that. We haven't got the power for it. But yeah, you don't need it. You don't need those trees. Don't worry about it. I Love that.
2: Yeah, you know, it's like at the moment I'm playing um, Divinity Two, the resign, on the Switch, um, and it. I mean, admittedly, I can't remember if we spoke about this last week on Pod Dan or if briefly, it was pre-Pod. I think, it, I think it was briefly on. Oh, right, okay, because um, yeah, it's basically just called uh, Divinity, the fire edition, because um, everything just goes on fire. But that's out on the PS4 PC. It's been out for years. It's like a 2016 title or something. Um, but they've just recently pulled it across to the Switch. Um, and it's the Lorien uh, developers, and they're the ones that brought out like the, the remastered versions of Pillars of Eternity and brought them over here. Um, and they're doing Baldur's Gate uh, Three, which you know they can pull that across. I'm so looking forward to that because the Baldur's Gate games are fantastic, and they put them across onto everything like iOS, you know, Android, PC, Switch, PS4, etc. Um, and on the Switch, again, it doesn't look as pretty. Like the, um, the the side profile characters, when you've got little uh, character profiles in the corners, like they look a little bit blurry, a little bit muddy. Um, and the textures don't look as beautiful, but there's that much going on in the game you don't really get a chance to focus on it. Um, like, I've got the first one on the PS4, and I, I loved it. But this one is just, it's like something else. Like, we were talking before about um, RPGs and, and side quests and, like, how much time you spend sidetracking yourself with side quests um, so I literally on um, two, your first proper area you get to is like the train insert, so to speak in a place called Fort Joy and that should only last you apparently about two to, two to three hours max if you go on, I'm 17 and a half hours into it and I've only just left, <laughs> it's like the amount of detail and the amount of stuff you can do in that like every single character near enough in there if you just walk around and listen to them like they've got something to to offer you to go and do and i'm like oh i just go try that and like you've got an escape route to you know to leave this place so one of my choices was if i become the champion of the arena then people will love me they'll remove this collar which stops you from doing spells and stuff um and then you can sort of like just go about your business to the main entrance, kill all the magisters, which are the guards, and just walk out the, the front gate. Or what you could do is you could go to the beach, dig a hole to get into the prison underneath where the store unloads people, kill three of the guards there, steal a key from the corpses, open up the door to the basement, go underground there, steal a boat, and get out yourself, go that way. Or what you could do is dress up as a magister, Pretend you're a Magister, walk out of the front gate that way, go through. I've got about nine different like missions to leave because there was that much choice. I was like, that's gonna be really interesting. Oh no what that does. And just follow on. And like that's that literally is playing what, about seven different Call of Duty campaigns from start to finish. <laughs> Get going through it worth the content in just the entrance alone. Mm. It's like it, I've never played a game with so many options and it's so diverse. And literally, so I come across a boss like fight uh, towards it with some bad guys. I was just like, I can't beat them. I can't figure out a way, but I stupidly saved it just as I spoke to him. So it's like I, I don't know how I'm going to get around this. And then I found I had a scroll called teleport. So all I did was I teleported them behind barrels, so they couldn't move these barrels. And they just wailed on them with range attacks, and it's just it was something you could do. And they, op- they 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 openly just like you can do whatever you want to do with this. Like I wet the floor in one part with a rain spell, dumped so like picked someone up with this teleport spell, put them in it, and then electrocuted them <laughs> because the water literally because it's electric, it shocked them and they were static rages. If you throw an oil spell on like an oil drum on the floor, people slow down. There's so much variety to everything you do. It's ridiculous. Like some guy was cheating at me on a card game. So I left. And what I did was I just threw a fire arrow to the top of like a thatched roof that they were sitting under. Just set fire to that. No one noticed. And the whole thing just started setting fire and burnt them alive. <laughs> because but they couldn't they couldn't move because I just barricaded them in with stuff.
0: So as they were trying to run around. Pretty savage.
2: So, but that was just something you could do because you could you didn't have to it was just something randomly in there and i was like i wonder if you could do that and i've had so much fun experimenting with it all and like i was chatting to mike it works so he talked about it that much that so he was like i'm gonna have to get it on the ps4 i was like grab it honestly it's it's so insane and he's basically doing the same as me it's just it's ridiculous it's so much fun. And if you haven't played it and you've got it on like, if you've got a PC or a PS4 or Xbox one X, whatever, it's like 13 quid. Cause it's that old. And that's for the definitive edition. And that you can't spend a better 14 quid at the minute.
0: Well, speaking it's, of, speaking of, of, of old games and revisiting them over time and things looking pretty. I, the other day decided to, uh, splash out and get Skyrim again on my Xbox one X Because I had this moment where I was thinking about good open world games, and I just thought, you know what? I don't think. And and reading all about yeah the the announcement about Elder Scrolls Six, and just thinking, do you know what? I miss playing Skyrim. I I miss a stealth archer. So everyone seems to go. No, I I always stealth a bit of stealth, yes, but I always play a blacksmith. Just just end up being a bit tanky because I level up my my smithing. It's always been a thing I do. I don't know why my wife tells me that I could go and actually do a blacksmith course in real life. And I say, no, it's just not the same. Um, it takes <laughs> a much longer time to get as good as I can be in a, in a video game. But I started playing it the the night. I've only played a little bit at the beginning. Cause you know, life and babies mm. and the rest of it. Um, and it's just such a good game. It is so, so good. And it's, it's nine years old. And it's crazy to think that it's, you know, a decade in between all the scrolls games. Um, But it is just, it's still so good. And I've only, I mean, I've probably put like an hour, if that, into the opening of the game. But I still remember that opening bit where you're on a wagon and you don't know why, but you've been captured and you're about to be executed. And then a fucking dragon shows up and blows shit up. And you're like, this is awesome. This is just so cool. Um, I'll do my usual thing where I just steal every possible thing my character can carry, knowing that I'm going to break it down for components or sell it later. Um, But it's just such a great game. And I think that it's remembering how good a game like that can be and just that, I'm not even at the stage yet where I'm in an open world environment. But I, I remember in this game where where that happens, and I, I'm looking forward to that again because now I'm playing it on a better console, on a better quality television, with an updated remastered well not remastered, but an updated upscaled version. I can't wait for that part because I remember how good yeah. this game is. And it is good. quite a nice feeling.
2: I got it on the. The play PlayStation VR. I think for you, at the Comic Con when I got it, um, yeah. and just playing it in VR is amazing. I Like your blacksmith and dreams can come reality. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: <laughs> if you play it in VR because it, it it's incredible until you get to the spider bit because that's oh, yeah. just that's just terrifying and horrendous and stopped me from doing the open world bit for a while. Uh, that the first time I ever felt sick in um in VR was when I accidentally climbed a mountain. And then accidentally fell. <laughs> my God. When the oh, legs hit the floor, I was, like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, God, this is not good. <laughs> but it is. It's still an incredible title. It genuinely is. And it will be up until six comes out. And then yeah. hopefully six will, will be awesome. Because they are really good titles, to be fair. So mm-hmm. I am looking forward to that. But while we're, again, going on the subject of old game-ish related stuff, um, two things. So first things, everyone who's listened to the pod knows I love me some Persona Five. Like that was an awesome RPG. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they did the the anime. Um, you you got me some of the stuff. I know it Persona Four wasn't it? So you got me the uh, the anime off, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they released it over in um, in Japan and over here they released the anime, which was a 28 part special um, series, and it's it's awesome. It's basically just the game. Um, but in like a really nice condensed uh, about four, fifteen hours or so, um, worth a thing. Which is obviously if you compare it to a, the game, which I put about 170 odd hours um, in, it, it, it's a lot smaller and easier to digest. But it was only in um, in Japanese with with subtitles. You know the way you should watch it. Yeah. But well, people kicked off that much, and were like we need it. We need like the English dubbing with the actual original cast and stuff. It needs to come out. So they went. Yeah, if you want it, you can have it.
3: Guess how much this this box set is going to be? So, twenty eight episodes. Okay. Well, a lot of a lot of anime like they would normally release that in like two separate box sets, and they'd be about thirty to forty quid each. So, I'm I would guess around seventy to eighty. Okay, t- Sean, do you want uh, to take a guess?
1: Oh, probably about the same. Ninety. I'll- 19, 19, 81
0: i'm really gonna be that ma- ma- person <laughs> I'm, go- I'm gonna max it out at 100 quid for the box set
2: okay right now over in america with uk pricing tbc 300 quid what? wow what for yep. 28 episodes <laughs> and and do you know what the best thing about this is so far there's no special features there's nothing. It's not it. in a fancy box. There's nothing new coming with it. It's Oof. the exact same release, Jeez. but just with English dubbing.
3: Is like, this just like we worked out how much it's going to cost us to dub it, and how many copies we're going to likely sell, and this is how much we're going to have to charge to make that money back?
2: Yeah, it, it has to be. I mean, the thing is, they just released the Royal Edition. So for people who want to get into Persona Five again, that was yeah. the best time. Buy it, <laughs> the fucking Royal Edition for like
3: thirty quid. It's like you know. Like 270 quid cheaper, it's yeah. Just and it's, instead of 20, 28 episodes, instead of 14 hours worth of enjoyment, you get about 60 hours plus, yeah.
2: Or oh, don't get wrong, go on Crunchyroll right now and watch Zona 5 with subtitles, which reader. is the best way yeah, to watch exactly. it, exactly. It is an incredible game and awesome anime, so you need to do that. Um, but. Old Bethesda games, which is what I should have went in with first, but that just really pissed me off with how much they wanted to pay it. Mm-hmm. Um, you introduced me to this last uh, on last Thursday, Dave, and I was genuinely like, mind-blown with the fact this is happening. That you hadn't noticed. <laughs> yeah. That you didn't know. But fucking Fallout is getting a TV series on Amazon, brought to us by the Westworld, guys.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. And this is, the thing that's amazing about this is that I... I hold my hands up. I have never watched the Westworld TV series, and I know I know that I'm missing out by having not watched it. Everyone You're has told me this. Mental. Everyone <laughs> has told me this. Trust me, I know. However, what I'm excited about is not having watched Westworld. I've got no preconception about what it's like, but I've just heard it's amazing. And my thinking is, Fallout is, is one of my favorite game series of all time. And it's why I will forgive Bethesda for many mistakes they have made in the past, because fallout they're gonna make a tv series out of it which the fallout universe has always been something which is is ripe for for adaptation and for uh, exploration because there's so much that you could go with it if they if they fuck it up which is possible unlikely because they've got great pedigree but if they fuck it up i think i have to burn down hollywood (laughs) i think that's the only option i think that i can't take them Sending Fallout something so mainstream, and it was Amazon Prime series, but doing it wrong badly. And I don't want to sound like one of those fans where, like, my, my view is, is the right way and they're going to ruin it by doing something different. They can do stuff different. But it's a very kind of key satirical message that runs throughout Fallout. And I worry that that could be lost in translation, and you, which would make me very sad.
3: As you stand in the ashes of Hollywood. Jerry Bruckheimer's corpse at your feet. Uh someone says, We made it in Toronto.
0: Whoops. <laughs> no, whoops. And I mutter under my breath, war. War never changes. Never changes. And, and then thing, I get on a is, bus to Toronto. Is Ron
2: Borman hey. gonna be? Like at least have a little spot at the beginning. Because if it he doesn't have been. that intro, I'm gonna lose my shit. But again, it's like like you, Dave, I adore Fallout. Um I have done since since the original Black Aldays. days. Like absolutely loved oh, yeah. the, the Fallout franchise, um, but part of the fun in Fallout is making your own story. Like, let's that, be fair, the main storylines the Fallout games usually been shit. Is <laughs> like, the, it's the side quests and stuff, um, yeah. like the Nick Valentine series and that sort of stuff that's going through, which are which are amazing and they are good. But it's the way you craft your character and how you handle situations, like your choices. In that game, how they make your choice matter into a TV series? I, I, I genuinely don't know how that that's going to fly, and also because Bethesda are actually helping out with this, is the series going to be full of bugs? <laughs> <laughs> like, is it literally a, a guy's just going to be walking through walls and like your fucking NPCs decide to just stand right in front of you in the middle of combat and
0: cameras is, are going to glitch the blocking yeah. going wrong? Is
2: Dogmeat yep. just going to run into all the lasers and set fire to fucking everything, trip mines while you're in the corridor just because it's a dick?
0: That'd be entertaining, at the very least. <laughs> but, no, but I think I there think is but. there is that kind of there is that kind of thing where it, it's a very much that game is 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 driven by your actions and driven by your choices. And it's very much a like a lot of games in that style, games like Mass Effect. Others where it's a it's a uh, Fallout on the on the surface isn't an RPG as such. It doesn't it doesn't you create your character and stuff? But I don't really necessarily think it feels like a lot of RPGs. Um, the
2: new ones, no. The two the isometric ones, one hundred
0: percent. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah, like three but, plus. No, no. Yeah. But the idea that th- the show has to take. Basically, one of those stories. You know, you look at Fallout Four. Fallout Four. Um, and I don't know if I can should give spoilers to a game that's as old as Fallout Four, but it's like Is it four <laughs> or five years old, if not more? Um, you know, you get you've got a couple big choices at the end of this, the, the main story of that game, and either choice is massively significant for the world your character is in. But each choice is equally valid and provides a completely different gameplay experience. Um, in the same way that in Fallout 3, one of the first places that you encounter is a town called Megaton, (laughs) and it has an unexploded nuclear bomb in the center. Apologies to those who have played Fallout 3 and I'm explaining the first hour of the game to you, but either way, there's a massive unexploded bomb in the center of this town, and you have a choice in this game of whether to set that bomb off or not. And if you do, the game continues. It's not like you do something so heinous that the game is over, This is an actual legitimate choice. You can choose to either back this side or back this side, and either way, your game continues. And you get a completely different story depending on how you choose to go. And that's the thing where when you go into a TV series, obviously you don't get to make any of those choices, but the creators have to make a choice. And Mm -hmm. I wonder how that's going to feel. I wonder how that's going to translate. Yeah. But, but, I don't
1: know.
3: Yeah, but I, I... That's what I like about T V shows that you can just sit back and it's sort of a passive experience. That you you trust the writers in most cases to to take <laughs> you the right
0: way. So long as Damon Lindelof is nowhere near it. I don't trust I, that man. I won't hear a bad word <laughs> said about lost. And wait, um, isn't it Damon Lindelof
3: <laughs> who's doing he's he's announced something recently, isn't it that?
0: It better not be. I'll be so bad.
3: Him and
0: um Jonathan Nolan. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Damon Lindelof. It can't be. Hang on, let, uh, let me. Yeah, I'm sure me. it is. Cannot right be. Future. Don't. Don't oh, do this to me.
2: Oh
0: dear. I'm desperately scanning his Wikipedia now. So I'm looking it's for Jonathan
3: it Jonathan Nolan and um, Damon Lindelof. I could be wrong.
0: Jonathan I Nolan's definitely right, but it's nice. not in his Wikipedia. So I'm hoping that it's updated recently. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, no, it doesn't say it's him. To be fair, so think Jonathan Nolan, Lisa Joy. So it's not him. Okay. It's fine. Those two are working alongside um, Todd Howard. (laughs) So it's going to be hype to fuck because he's involved in it, which would be great. I
0: didn't realize realize it was Todd Howard. God damn it. Um, Why can't we have nice things? (laughs) Well, we can do you can have lots of nice Oh, things. no, no, no. Sorry. No, my mistake. I'm thinking of the wrong Todd Howard. This Todd Howard is fine. Because he works for <laughs> Bethesda. That's okay. I was thinking of a different uh, director who... That yeah, wouldn't have been a good thing. Never mind. My apologies. Um, although, it says here Lindelof did... I didn't realize he did Watchmen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, didn't realize he'd UC done that. I, I haven't seen it. So and I've, heard very, I've heard very good things. It was incredible. Uh, but see, he did... See, there's, there's, there's things that I can't forgive in his past, though. I can't forgive Prometheus. I can't forgive mm. what they did to World War Z. I, I can't really forget Star Trek Into Darkness. Because that was... that. Uh, oh,
1: I, did like oh, Tomorrowland. I didn't like that film. Yeah. Into Darkness. Come on. I liked
0: it. No, I, it mean, was... I hate Star Trek. But I like the new reboot. Well, it, no, Star it's, franchise. Cl- it's clear if you liked Into Darkness. You definitely do hate Star Trek. That's
3: fine. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. Reds doesn't like anything set in space. But he does like Star Trek movies and Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: Interesting. Space
1: is scary.
0: Really? Into darkness. The problem with into darkness. The, the big problem with into darkness is they spent months and months and months in the build up of that film going. It's not Khan. It's not Khan. Of course yeah. it's not. Yeah, con. yeah, yeah. Fair and enough. they went half an hour into the film like, oh, by the way, he's Khan. Did you not know that? <laughs> and it's like that's not a that's not a surprise. You just lied to us for six so that's it. If, it it you,
3: if you're, you don't like Star Trek, then you didn't care. That's no. true.
0: That is true you you did didn't well. Oh look, it's it's
3: Cumberbatch. And that's I was like, true. Fucking yeah, shit! What playing the bad guy?
0: I mean, don't get me wrong, he played a bad guy quite well. I enjoyed yeah, that part. Yeah, crushing
3: people's but, skulls left, right, and center. That's true. And, I love and, how that and... was like his, his finishing move. That was like his superpower. Yeah, He just found out, up. I can crush skulls.
0: Hmm. Lindelof, yeah, he co-wrote Tomorrowland. I enjoyed Tomorrowland. That was fun. I did. It was underrated. Yeah, it kind of, it didn't really do anything, did it? It kind of came out. It was, you know, it's George Clooney, it's big names, and it just nothing ever happened with it, which is strange.
3: Disney movies tend to go one way or another. There's some, you know, they've got some huge, huge, massive mega hits. And then they have things that are just so much of a flop, like Tron Legacy, um, John Carter, uh, that that film you just mentioned. Um, yep. And what, what's the one that's just gone straight to Disney Plus? Um, Artemis, Fowl. Artemis Fowl. Which I think Disney were probably quite happy for for having Disney Plus and for the cinemas being shot. Because from oh, what yeah. I've heard, it is absolute garbage. Really? Yeah. I watched the tra- trailer thing for it. You know,
2: you like on Netflix, when you're waiting to see yeah. what's coming up. And I was like, noob. Nope. Just, just not look good
0: at all. Oh, I'll tell you what's in interesting net- though, about uh, Disney+. Plus? So, at the other day, I watched um, Frozen 2. Because <laughs> I have a toddler. And every once in a while, you just put a Disney film on, right, Reg? And you just see what <laughs> happens. Uh, and we put it on. And I, I was a big fan of Frozen. I was a really big fan of Frozen 2. I'll stand up and say that. Really enjoyed it. It's enjoyed the songs. Like the story. Really liked um, I haven't watched Into the Unknown, the making of Frozen 2 on Disney+. Plus, But I have had uh, basically crib notes from two of my friends who were watching it at the same time and texting back and forth about how batshit it was. So that I kind of got a good, I- a good idea of what this documentary series was like. And can I just say it sounds absolutely nuts. Why? Because it was something like, was it six months or, or nine months before the film was released? They hadn't fully finalized the story. They hadn't written any of the songs and they hadn't animated most of it. So it was Jesus. all like, it was this mad dash to get it done. And it amazes me because if I watch that film and it doesn't look like it was a mad dash to get it done, it looks no like no. a really well put together, you know, great catchy songs. Um, the animation is fantastic. Um, and yet, apparently, it was just absolutely nuts. And like they did a, um, a test screening where it panned, it just did terribly. So they had to go back and like cut chunks of it out and rewrite bits and redo bits. And it just like completely unexpected. And, and quite surprising, I feel, that they would show that kind of warts and all. Yeah, um, on an actual few,
3: official Disney documentary.
0: Yeah, where, where it, makes them, it makes them look bad. But then again, I suppose saying that, it does make the end result look better then. Because you're like, how the hell are they going to pull this off? It's all gone to shit. Oh, wait, hang on. This film's amazing. And it made a billion and a half dollars. <laughs> so, but yeah, something to check out. Oh. I
1: didn't know it was on uh, I have no idea it was a making of online on mm-hmm. Disney
2: Plus. so I'll check that out yep. yeah I've really only heard about it before on IGN but I was having a quick scope around but I've not seen the second we tried to put the first one on but it's weird Oliver will watch multiple series of anything in one sitting but try and put a film on and he's like no not interested so like me and Ash will watch the Disney films and then he'll just play so it's great having that. Like We started watching loads of Disney films One that's on. So we, we watched the first Frozen for the first time about two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago. Um, I'm not in a mad rush, I'll be honest, to watch the second one because I wasn't a massive fan of the first one at all. Oh,
0: okay. It's um, fair enough, it is set mostly in space.
2: So. Yeah, it's true. And <laughs> the, the, the spacemen with the carrot noses are just like really yeah, it's overrated. It's a bit much. It is a bit much, I'll be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think it's because I don't have a daughter as well, which helps because our Chris, my brother, has got a daughter and he's watched Frozen now about 80 million times.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. And now Frozen 2 is so out. He's obviously going to watch that like a gazillion million times. Now it's on Disney yep. Plus. There's just no escaping it. Um, I, on the other hand, just watch Mickey Mouse repeatedly until I want to gouge my eyes out.
0: Or Hey Dougie, um, right? Hey Dougie's still in there, surely.
2: Oh, Hey Dougie's well in there. It, the, the, the nice thing is we banned Peppa Pig from our house. We were like, you're not watching that anymore because you don't do anything apart from watch Peppa Pig. Like, he zones out when Peppa Pig's on. And he just, you could literally just offer him anything in front of his eyes and he just doesn't look. He just watches the pig. And he turned it off and he went mental. Um, so we, we just went, no, you're not having that anymore. And ever since we said no, he's just like, put Dougie on. He just loves, loves Dougie. And I love Dougie. I've got no issues with Dougie at all. Everyone
1: Um, loves Dougie.
2: It's fine. And because the other nice thing is, in each series, there's like 60 episodes. So I can't get through them as much as what I can do, the eight episodes of Mickey Mouse's Mixed Up Adventures, (laughs) which I have now watched about 90 times each episode. And I now and spoil it for him, and I don't think he cares. But, like, they'll start doing a race or whatever it is, or, like, the latest one when Clarabelle the cow uh, becomes a princess. And I'm like, at the end, she's not the princess, <laughs> because I've watched it so much times. And he just looks at me and, like, laughs back because I'm laughing. And he's like, ha-ha. I like, don't know what you said, but ha-ha. <laughs> and then it happens, and I'm just like, ah, oh, come on. Can we watch something else? But, like, Dougie, I'll watch till the cows come home, because I love me some Doug. <laughs> um, which is good. Um but the the other one thing oh yeah, so while we're on subject to Disney cartoons and stuff quickly. Um, so Disney and I'll take because of Disney Plus and I'll take in all the um Disney channels off Sky and you go, you know what? Fuck you parents, either purchase <laughs> Disney
3: Plus or There's or gonna be no Disney, Disney Channel on Sky. Nope. Wow, no, not Disney
2: Junior, Disney yeah, Plus, uh, not Disney Plus, uh, the Disney Channel, Disney like any of them.
1: It's no.
2: only a fiver a month. You don't. Yeah, and that's the thing, but that's why they're like, hey, but you know what, kid, the kids' package on Sky mm. is only a fiver a month. They're like, well, you know what you usually watch anyway. It's 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 us, isn't it? So fuck you, couldn't give us the fiver instead. So Sky have wow. now gone, I'll tell you what, we'll reduce your package to £2.50 for the kids uh, per month because we're losing like six channels now. Um, when it hits September, that's when their licensing deal runs out. So... The, the one nice thing about that is the fact I won't have the adverts in between all the episodes that I know I have to watch and fast forward all the time because it doesn't hold his attention. <laughs> um, I can just stream them all on Disney+, Plus, which is great. The downside is, because we're on Disney+, Plus all the time now, it's literally just going to be the Mickey Mouse all the time. It used to be nice to be like, oh, no, look, they've all finished. Let's move on to something else. And now I won't have that, <laughs> which is unfortunate.
0: But Sorry, Rich.
2: You know, Dougie and not the hot dog song.
0: God. Dougie's always there for you, that's the important thing. Dougie's is. always there for you, so long as you're a squirrel at heart.
3: That's it, there's always time for one last thing. Dougie
0: and Hug. <laughs> yep.
3: Whenever I hear you mention the Not the Hot Dog sign, that song, I just think of um, of the app from Silicon Valley, the Not Hot Dog. <laughs> not hot dog Jin Yang's dog. app.
2: <laughs> oh, that was so, I can't believe that didn't get as big as what it deserved.
3: That was such a good series. Yeah, but it... it, it, it stayed its welcome perfectly. It didn't, yes. It didn't go on for too long.
2: No, it's just, I mean, like, no one out of this little group watched it. Like, no one I know. Even, like, Mike and Flick and stuff that are all into, like, the marketing and the digital side mm-hmm. stuff and, like, just decent comedies and amazing series. Yeah. Never watched it. I'm like, how have you never watched yeah. it? So Silicon
1: Valley is fantastic.
2: Good. So good. It really is. Um, and just quickly, because I know that we're, we're Obviously, overrun and possibly a little bit. Um, we did an N64 um, a while back about a new Turtles um, film that was potentially coming out, mm-hmm. uh, it's like a live action series coming out uh, on HBO Max. Turns out, unfortunately, that's no longer happening. Um, don't know what happened to the uh, to, to that rumor, but it got wildly speculated. And then Kevin Eastman came out and was like, "What the fuck are you on about? That the, that that agreement never happened." And, uh, yeah, sorry, Reg, but you were incorrect. You shouldn't have done that in 64 <laughs> because what we're actually doing. Is this our first retraction?
0: Yeah, Sounds possibly. Sounds
2: like it. Sounds wow. like it. Um, yeah. But what we're actually doing is we've given Seth Rogen um, the rights to first point grey pictures, the production company, to, uh, to do a, a lovely animated film and other CGI the turtle flick uh, which is coming out, so that's coming out soon. And if you watch the 2017 TMNT animated film, it's awesome. It's dark, it's great, and just fantastic. Um, if you haven't, that's on Netflix and stuff at the minute, so go watch. You've got no excuse. Um, and obviously, Seth Rogen's done awesome comic book um, franchises to to screen this stuff as well, like mm-hmm. with The Preacher of The Boys and stuff. So this, this has got yeah, and Green Hornet. everything we need to to be an awesome awesome thing. I'm looking forward to that. Um, and then just <laughs> two more things I just randomly we want to talk about and then you guys can chat about whatever we need to chat about. because um, I know I, I think I think at that
0: point minute, I'll be saying yeah. goodbye.
2: <laughs> 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 okay then then three more things. <laughs> so just quickly um, did, did, did you see that fucking uh, Danny Glover got given the script for Lethal Weapon 5 back in John. And he was like yeah, so so we're, we're going to hopefully be doing another one. I've, I've read the script and it's it's very relevant to what's going on now, this current situation. And I'm like, oh okay. god,
0: that um, sounds like you don't want to approach that with mm-hmm. lethal weapon and Mel Gibson.
2: Yeah, no oh, god. And that 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 is apparently going to be the the fifth and final installment. Which you know, lethal weapon four was great, wasn't it? The Jet Lee and shit.
0: <sighs> lethal Weapon two should have been the last lethal weapon film. Yes. So then they go to number three. Then you got Joe Pesci giving it all that. Then you've got like Lethal Weapon four, when you're like, you guys, you're past it now. Just retire. It's fine. Just retire. Yeah, Murtaugh, you were old in the first three. one.
3: Die Hard with a Vengeance was going to be Lethal Weapon three. Yeah. Uh, that's when wild. When you think about it, it, you think about the characters, that quite easily interchanged.
0: Yeah, definitely. Die, die Hard with a Vengeance is... is it's not my favorite Die Hard film because that will always be the first one, but it's definitely a close second for me. You know,
3: I really like it. I really like Four as well, but that gets slated. But
0: I enjoyed Five
3: it. is universally everyone can agree is terrible. Never
0: watched it. Never watched it. i like no. much like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I don't. Like I don't think there
2: is a Die Hard Five. See, there is you there.
0: go. See, Reg, Reg knows how it is. Much like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, a film which yes. I heard a lot about, but don't think it's real. So I, I like, like that. Now. It's all lies. <laughs> I, I like the indie film. So here's, um, here's, here's a vote now to kick Reg <laughs> out of the group. So it's my
2: turn. I just want to be controversial. I didn't really like yeah. it. I like The um, the only reason I like that is because in Fallout 4, I think it is, or is it New, New Vegas, isn't it? Uh, you can yeah. find the fridge with the um, yes with Indy's hat yeah. in it, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It, it, isn't it great when the only reason you like a film is because of a tiny little in-joke in a video game that you like? Yep. Yeah. You're like you're the only reason I like, honestly. <laughs> um,
2: and then just the one final thing I did just one, to Well, two things I want to chat about. So one is um, I know I'm going off on tangent, but I'm getting slightly excited, but also like I know we should be panning off, so I should stop. Um one is did you know a brand new worms game coming out?
3: Yeah, I nearly really? did an in sixty four about it and then I started reading up on what it what it is and um yeah, it's not it doesn't sound that great.
2: Have you watched I the
3: trailer know. for it? Um, yeah, it's just it's it's not it's not the worms that I want. Mm. I would love a new actual worms game rather than a battle royale uh, but, worms. Uh, the thing is, worms
2: has always been a battle royale.
3: Yeah, but it's just the sort of the real time of it. Mm. It just I get it. It, it might be good. Different. It might it might be good. I will give definitely give it a chance. But uh, yeah, it's not. It, I, I wasn't as excited. Once I'd seen what it was. I I think it's gonna be good because the one thing with worms is
2: every well, every time we tried to do something new recently, it's it's not been great. <clears throat> like I I will always be a worms purist. Like Worms Two, probably the greatest worms game in the franchise. Um, and then if you want to mix it up a bit with mods and stuff, Worms Will Party it used to be my day's favourite like go to game. Doing uh, ninja rope races. Um, of actually doing the stuff.
3: Things, absolutely.
2: That sort of stuff was just awesome. Like there was so much diversity in that, it's great. But then they're like, What can we do? It's different in the later sort of franchises. They're like, Oh I know, we'll give worms classes. So one's like a scientist that does like poisony sort of stuff, one can be a medic, one can be a tank. And like, no, that's not what I want in my worms. I want everyone to be the same. So if you prod someone, they're gonna flip off the edge. Not oh it's a tank, it doesn't do any damage. Like that was a bit... I hated that. I just genuinely just didn't like the last, say, two, three entries, to be honest with you.
0: Prod um, was the number one weapon in that game. Number one weapon in the game. Nothing more insulting than just prodding a worm off a cliff. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah.
1: oh. I used to yeah. find it, like, like offensively annoying when people did that to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially That's when just, they spend, yeah. like, they spend like 30 seconds walking up to you, and then you can see them going for the prod button. <laughs> That's the one I was like, there so, watching. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it was it was just the most heartbreaking thing because you spent ages trying to get to like close yeah. to them, going like, oh, "I'm gonna get it," and then you know it's in the corner, your times run out, and you're like, "No, no, no!" And it's there, going, they just stand there for ages, just going do do do, and you know what they're doing?
1: You know I they're I've
0: got whoop, an idea. Whoop. If you wanted to do a worms uh, battle royale focused podcast, you call it broadcasting. Nice. Just okay. all about the broad.
2: I think we need to do a worms game. Like, record a Worms game. That's, that's what I'm doing with our own teams. I think that'd awesome. that would I have,
0: be awesome. I have a real kamikaze approach to Worms, though. If I think I'm going out, I will just launch bazookas at point blank range. <laughs> so why why
1: see what happens. Take yourself out, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah see, I, I, I thought you actually meant you just used a kamikaze weapon. Oh, yeah, I,
1: was, I forgot. <laughs> was a I forgot that, I forgot that just, was a kamikaze! thing. Kamikaze! Literally, what is that?
2: Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> it was amazing when you put the headband on. The like, guys used to just rock around, because I think it was like F9 was the, um,
0: was the kamikaze button. Is that uh, kind, of, is that kind of allowed? Is, like, it is, is, it, is it still not too soon to World War II <laughs> to make jokes about kamikaze? <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's well, one,
3: I mean, one of those words in, it's in the dictionary now.
0: It's just... Yeah, but putting on the headband, I mean, really, I'm thinking about that now, and it's like, 14-year-old me thought that was great and like 35-year-old me is like that seems problematic
2: <laughs> I, I had a very um i had a very risque approach to worms um in Do one of the podcast me and dave uh the quest activated we talked about the best weapons in games and most underrated weapons in games and my one was the old granny um from the series because oh, you know, she was, she
1: just, was like, yeah. and then
2: she just exploded. Um, so it was just literally at the time um, I lost my nan to, to Alzheimer's, um, and I was like, "That's a really shit way to go." Like, there's no enjoyment from that. There's no one last hurrah. It's just they're gone. So why couldn't
1: they? <laughs> she was. Why that? Why not be an explosion? Is that yeah. what you're about to say? Why? Why not?
2: Just That's... let her go out as though she's going in the shop. You know, with a little bag and just like send her in so I think at the time like, the Iraq war was still on why not just fucking just get her
1: going you wanted, to, like, send your, you wanted to send you down out with a bang
2: there's like there's
1: care homes everywhere My God, just is this, get is this honestly how you want to end the podcast
3: <laughs> <laughs> I had a game to play and everything but
0: oh my god no 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 if this is where we end the podcast it, we've got to call it Booming Granny <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: good old Beastie Boys song uh, that Sorry, Reg. I'm also sorry for your loss, but also booming great oh, news banging song. Yeah. I
2: just, I genuinely believe that that's a good use. Going to go anyway. <laughs> Why not go and start? So it's <sighs> great. Ash is going to put that in your will. Yeah, hopefully. Um, going to blow you up. But Dan, quickly with you and your Welsh heritage.
3: <laughs> All right. Okay. Um,
2: have you ever heard of the um of the old Welsh folklore Sally Malley? N- no. No, okay. Don't Sorry. think so. No. Um, this Online is uh, I'm gonna absolutely murder
3: this one, so I apologise. Okay. Um Wife Wife or Skier. Yeah, you definitely murdered that. I need to see that spelt out. <laughs> um basically in English it's called the Maid of Skir. Okay.
2: Have you ever heard of this about some um, damsel? No, mate. No. So basically, there's a um, there's a horror game coming out by Welsh Interactive on all platforms. Welsh
3: Interactive. Yeah.
2: Wow, what a company name! Um, And this game looks awesome. Um, So basically, it's it's based on all on an old folklore. um, This made of I, I will never say the name but the okay. the tune they play in the background is that song all in Welsh and it sounds haunting but awesome um, but it's based on a true story of this woman called Elizabeth Williams um, and it's it's basically about how she fell in love with some harpist um, but she was never allowed to see him um, and then lots of really bad things happen I don't know how much is in the game so I don't want to say too much um, but it just it doesn't end well <laughs> Um, basically. But they've made a game based around it, um, and all the enemies are... Um, they, they can only hear from sound. Uh, they can only find you from sound. They attack you with like everything sound-related because uh, you're playing this, this harvest dude. Um, so it looks quite supernatural, but it's really apparently not. It's all based on true cool things. And creepy stuff, but obviously it's going to be a bit fucked up because they made a game from it. Um but it looks incredible. It looks a bit like Outcast. Outcast. <laughs> like Outlast. And it's just. It, the atmosphere is creepy as fuck. But it's the tune. The tune of this folklore lullaby thing is just creepy
3: as all hell. That, like, I think that, if, that always works for you, doesn't it? What was that game? I remember this. Dead Space. Was it that? Did that have like a. a, a uh, the, the fact that it was,
2: two, it was um, Dead Space, which was Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. Yeah. And Dishonored. Um, which had the uh drunken what do you do with drunken sailor.
3: Mm-hmm. But it's
2: the original version, of the really dark one, like, What do you do with a drunken mm-hmm. whaler? And like all sung really slow and creepy and it's like skin them up and they like, fucking dismember them. You're like, Fuck it's just sound bad. But it's like the original Sandhill with the Ring of Ring Roses and stuff, it's yeah. just like kids' nursery rhymes and like old fashioned lullabies and stuff, sticking them in horror games works perfect. But just literally, how Google of the May and comes out end of this month on all platforms, including Switch um, and the, the PS4, PC, and fucking everything you need, Xbox. Um, but it just, yeah, it looks really, really done. And again, Welsh Interactive. Never heard of um, <laughs> them. Pick up the Welsh. That looks awesome. Big <laughs> up the Welsh. <laughs> so all right. hopefully, that would be a nice way to end it. If it's not, then we can always look forward to a nice cup of brew with a nice new comic of Predator versus Iron Man.
0: Oh, come okay, because Predator doing that? needs to be are versus still, something else. Are they still doing those crossovers? <laughs> I really thought they'd... I thought, like, Alien versus Batman was, like, the pinnacle of ridiculous crossover comic. Is there but, genuinely Predator versus Iron Man?
2: Don't you worry about that, because Marvel oh, have just bought the rights to both Aliens and Predator comics. Um. So God. yeah, so expect to see a lot because they've done some teaser artwork, and one of them is the Predator standing on the Avengers building holding Iron Man's head. Uh,
0: why do they keep doing that? Leave it alone. Uh, Leave it alone.
2: See, Leave I, Tony I, alone. When I was a kid, I used to um, read the Discworld books from the library, and whenever I used to go there, I used to read Discworld. While one of my mates Sean used to sit off and read like the, the Alien vs Predator versus Batman versus Spider Man and uh, versus, uh, versus Superman, and I'm like. How how's that even a fight? It just makes no Like, why would you think? I like, yeah, tell you what, aliens versus predator versus Batman. It's like, oh, who's gonna win that one? You know, aliens which have like super speed, violent as fuck, and yeah, a guy, acid for blood. Some, yeah, some guy with money who's just like, yeah, I've got a few traps that I can fucking throw down. You can avoid.
0: <laughs> like, throw a batarang at an alien.
2: Yeah, it's just it was bullshit. But you know, people seem to dig it. But the the artwork I must admit as much as I'm not going to read them because like you the all the shit no. the artwork if you just have a look at the um, at that that picture the teaser picture looks actually really cool be yeah. fair
0: right so, yeah that's, that's me good I think that takes us to the end I, I'm out of everything now <laughs> cool Register.
3: Uh, so uh, anyone else got <laughs> yes
0: i no, I got, got the smallest of updates, which is I mentioned on a few podcasts ago the, the birth of a new podcast coming to this network. Mm. Um, I haven't forgotten about it. I'm going to be having a chat with someone this week about an exciting podcast development. Hope I'm able oh. to share more next week.
3: Oh, sounds exciting. Hi. Very exciting. Uh, and
2: my, my update for the other podcast is if you are listening first, put your fucking finger out and edit it, please, Bob. Oh, yeah, you recorded a
3: podcast didn't you? Last year was it? <laughs> Feels <laughs> like it.
1: I yeah. don't know if he
2: still listens to these, so I'm just saying, oh, <laughs> out there. And then if he does, then I'm in trouble, and it probably will never get released. But if yep. he doesn't, just goes to prove
1: it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, then everyone. Until next time. Absolutely. I've Thank been Dave. Listening. I've been Dan. Uh,
1: Dan first. Oh, been Sean. I've, I've been Dan first. was, was going first at well. the
0: beginning. I don't know what's going on.
1: I, I even,
3: even said Dan. Like, bef- without anyone talking over me. And then you went and ruined it by thinking <laughs> it was a problem, Reg.
0: <laughs> I don't know why sure. you're laughing. <laughs> You've upset Dan now, Reg. You've upset him. at oh, the yes. end of the podcast. That's shocking.
2: Are well, you going to just edit me out of it? Right.
0: Oh, God. The non-Reg cut.
2: It'll last like three minutes.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. If, if you're out there and you're listening. We love you, and we'll see you soon. Love that you. sounds so creepy. So... That sounds really creepy. But <laughs> love you all. Bye. Bye.